The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to be working alongside Nathan Miller, our producer. This is American Road Trip Talk. We'll be back with the interview right after this. In western Nebraska, Sydney used to be known as the toughest town on the tracks. Today, Sydney is home to family-owned restaurants and vibrant downtown full of unique shops. Plan your trip to Sydney and learn more at visitsydneyne.com. Make this picture perfect in Oregon's Mount Hood territory. Get into history's interactive side on the Heritage Trail. Meet baby animals on farm loops and visit vineyards on the new wine trail. Plan your trip today at mounthoodterritory.com. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, a simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Are we there yet? That's not a question you'll be hearing while cruising around Nevada. That's because here in the road trip capital of the USA, that old cliche about it being the journey that matters more is actually legit. In Nevada, you can kick back in a crowdless state or national park. Gaze up at some of the nation's darkest, most star-studded skies. Meander among the world's oldest living trees. Have your breath stolen by the crystal-clear waters of Lake Tahoe. All along the way, you will find the kinds of iconic, wide-open highways where road trip dreams are made. For insider tips about Nevada road trips and unexpected Silver State destinations, Order your free Nevada magazine and visitor guide today at TravelNevada.com slash travel dash guides. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk, everyone. Today, we travel to Lava Hot Springs, Idaho. Without exaggeration, a natural wonder with some very inviting human touches added. Forces of Nature created Southeast High Country hot springs for everyone to enjoy, thankfully without the sulfur or chemical odor usually associated with other natural hot springs. And we are very happy to welcome Destiny Egley, a lady who lives in Lava Hot Springs, Idaho, and works for the Lava Hot Springs Foundation, a state of Idaho agency operating Idaho's world-famous hot springs and Olympic swimming complex, She also is the grant manager for Southeast Idaho High Country Tourism, an organization that promotes travel and tourism in the region. Hello, Destiny Agley. We're delighted to have you with us. Hi, thank you for having me. Let us get started by finding out a little bit more about you. You have an important job to do, crucial to the efforts in the area to bring people in and show them a great time. How did you discover it? Are you from there? Did you move there? Tell us a bit about how you became so centrally involved with this wonderful work. Well, I moved to Lava um, actually this month, 20 years ago. And um, how 
I was a tourist. I used to be one of those tourists coming from Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah is where I was born and raised and would come up here for a vacation. And I happened to meet the love of my life while vacationing in Lava Hot Springs. And so after, you know, a few years of dating and everything else, we decided to raise our family here in Lava Hot Springs. He was born and raised here. He's actually born in Soda Springs, which is about 20 minutes from here. And then he was raised in Lava Hot Springs. So he was a small town country boy that I fell in love with and decided to move here and be, you know, raise the family and be here with the, his family and, and two, just getting out of the city. I think that was the biggest thing for me was getting out of the city and living in the country. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Destiny, because what I've discovered about Lava Hot Springs is that people flock there. Yes, it's true, but they're going to a small town environment with big things to offer. The year-round population is quite small, actually. Yes, it is. We only have about 410 year-round population within the city limits of Lava Hot Springs. Of course, um, there are more that live here that we consider locals that are outside of the city limits that have the 83246 zip code. Uh, I would guess maybe around 1,500 to 2,000 people, but ultimately in city limits, we only have about 400 people that live there. And this is generally in the Pocatello, Idaho area? This is 30 miles from Pocatello. So Lava Hot Springs is just a small little tourist destination. Um, we are known for our, our world famous hot springs. And then we also run the Olympic Swimming Complex, which our hot spring mineral water helps heat the facility, but it's actually chlorinated swimming pool city water. But we use our natural resources to heat our facility four blocks over. Let's go ahead and break it down for folks who may be soon planning a trip there to Lava Hot Springs. There, the water yeah. itself, the natural forces, how did all that come together to present what people flock to go to see and especially to enjoy? So we, it, it all comes from a natural hot spring. We have over 2 million gallons of water that flows through our pools in 24 hours. So this is a lot of natural water that just naturally we were blessed to, to have um, in, in lava hot springs. And then as it flows through the pools, it gets cooler. So our, our hottest pool is 112 degrees. And then our coolest pool is about 102 degrees. And that's because of the natural flow. It just goes through the pools and it naturally cools off. So of course we use those, you know, resources to heat our other facilities, our sidewalks, our driveway, things like that. I love the idea that you can go there because hot springs do have, generally speaking, they have the reputation for being healthy and so enjoyable, but a lot of people complain about the smell. That's just something that seems to go with the territory, but not where you are. <laughs> Correct. Yes, we have no sulfur smell in our water, which we are very, very blessed it's it's there's lots of minerals all natural very clean 
Um, you know, we get people, a lot of hot springs enthusiasts that come through and they always tell us that our, our hot springs are one of the best that they've been to. And we're very reason, reasonable in price. We are of a state of Idaho agency, but we are one of the only self-funded agencies within the state of Idaho. So no tax dollars are going towards our facilities. We operate on our own admissions and, and what we make from the pools. And people go there, have a great time. And yes, the, the hot springs, I'm sure the biggest attraction, but there's so much more. I was making a list just before the show here, the natural hot springs. Yes, we're discussing those. But what if you're into hiking, biking, maybe you have an ATV and want to get out on a trail. You've got that to offer as well. Absolutely. We have it all. And that is one of the things that we really focus with on the Southeast Idaho portion and promotion portion of it is that we have the hiking, biking, UTV trails, lots of campgrounds. We have over 450 accommodations in the town and surrounding areas of Lava Hot Springs. So whether you want to camp, um, stay at a hotel, motel, bed and breakfast, vacation home through VRBO or Airbnb, we have all those accommodations to suit anybody's kind of kinds of needs. But within within this small town, like you said, you know, it's it's amazing how many things there are to do in just this small town. We have tubing down the river. We have zip lining just outside of the town that you can uh, sign up for a zip line tour. There's lava go-karts. There's a museum right in town, the sound, South uh, Historical Center that is amazing, right in lava. There's so many things to do besides the shopping, restaurants, ice cream shop, pizza parlor, nightlife. So there's always something for everyone. We also even have a nine hole golf course just outside of town as well. Even golfing and fishing too. Yep. Fishing too. A lot of people come here to snowmobile. Um, and we have Pebble, Pebble Creek ski area. That's about a half an hour from here. So a lot of times they'll go up to Pebble, snowboard, ski, do whatever they want to do. And then they come and warm up in the hot springs later that evening. You know, Destiny, I would love to know more, as would our listeners, I'm sure, more about this inner tubing experience. I have to confess, it's something I admire when I see it. I've never tried it, but I'd love to know more about it. <laughs> well, it is something that has become very, very popular in, in the town. Um, it's a natural river. It's called the Portneuf River that flows through lava. And the flow is maybe about 15 minutes long maybe 20, I would say more 15, but you start up at the um, top of town where there's a trail that takes you to the ramp where you can get in. And it's just below the falls because that's a little bit more safe. You know, one thing that we, we really stress is safety. So making sure if you don't know how to swim, you have life jackets, water shoes, things like that. Make sure you're prepared. But you can, there is an entrance point. And then you float down to about just before the swimming pool, which is maybe five blocks big. 
And, and like I said, our town is small, um, but you get out there and you can hop on a shuttle and they take you back up to the top. So you can rent the tubes. You can rent the tubes that from the tube stands in town or you can bring your own. A lot of the tube stands offer the quad tubes, which are a four man tube. Mm. I, per, I always suggest those only because they're less likely to flip. So if you're taking your family, um, those are the safer ones to do. There aren't um, very many rapids, but there are some rapids that you do want to be careful with. It's it's an adventure. There's no doubt about that. It is an adventure, that. absolutely. I'm sure that's some gorgeous terrain as well. That is wonderful. And with all of the outdoor opportunities, I see why people would go there to get away from the big city. If you want a big city adventure, they're, well, in Idaho, they've always got Boise. I mean, there are other places in the region, but this right. is to get away from it all and yet to get to so much that you can't get everywhere. Absolutely. And and that's what's really neat about our little town is you're only two hours from Salt Lake, 30 minutes from the big city, Pocatello, an hour and a half from Idaho Falls. If you want to go see a geyser, Soda Springs Geyser is 20 minutes away. Another small town, but bigger than Lava Hot Springs. And so there's a lot of other things to do around the area. But again, like you said, getting away from the city, just having a little bit of relaxing time, making those memories with your family and spending quality time that you sometimes just don't get when you live in a city or, you, you know, you're from a city. It's nice to get away from that. There are other attractions I'd like to get to, but one thing I was going to, um, I needed to mention, Destiny, is that it seems like there has been a, a sort of master plan for the roads and making places more accessible, in some cases, cutting the distance between towns. That's been a part of the development there in recent years. You know, over the years, I feel that is one of our biggest assets is that it is easy to get here. You, you're on highways. And one thing that we really promote with Southeast Idaho is our two main byways. We have the Pioneer Historic Byway and the Oregon Trail Bear Lake Scenic Byway. And these byways really do get you off the interstate and onto the highways that are you, you can travel on them safely not a lot of dirt roads, things like that. You're going to be on pavement. So if you're bringing, if you're riding a motorcycle or if you've got a hundred thousand dollar motorhome that you want to check out, you know, Southeast Idaho, you feel safe driving these nice highways. That is all to the good. Well, back to the attractions there. Can't end this interview without talking about the swimming complex. How did that happen and what purposes does it serve? So this was something that the state foundation had built many, many years ago. And then a flood a little before 1969 came through Lava Hot Springs and wiped out that swimming pool. At that time, they decided to build another swimming pool, make it bigger and better, which is now the Olympic Swimming Complex, which is about four blocks from the hot springs. So on a, one end of our town is the swimming pool. On the other end of town is the hot springs, about four and a half blocks 
apart. So in 1969, the Olympic Swimming Complex was built. It has diving towers. Um, the highest one is 10 meters. So we have had professional divers come here and practice and dive off these platforms. You do have to sign a safety waiver because they are tall. We have three of them. And uh, besides that, it's there's water slides. I'm trying to think of all the things that there's to do there. There's water slides. There's a portent of Kitty Cove for the little ones to splash and play that have the splash toys. There's regular diving boards as well, not just the towers. Um, but we have four water slides. There's a rock climbing wall, 25 yard uh, meter pool or 25 yard pool inside that's indoor that is year round. So in the summer we have the outdoor Olympic swimming complex, but that closes of course for the for the winter season because it's too cold. We keep that water in the pool just so that it doesn't crack and it's heated water. It actually is our heated water. And so if you pass that pool in the winter, you can actually see the steam coming from that outdoor pool, but it's not open. But we do uh, keep the indoor pool open year round, which is nice for year round swimming lessons. We used to have a swim team here. Um, just a couple months ago, we held a swim meet in the indoor pool. So it's been very useful um, to have the indoor pool uh, enclosed and used year round. Sure. Big attraction right there. Mm -hmm. So much to do. I wanted to move to what is offered in terms of places to stay, for example. My sense of it, with what little research I have done, you're the expert, it seems like there is a place to stay for every taste and every budget. And I think Absolutely. that's great planning. That's that's a great draw right there. It's It's not a super expensive place, although you may have one of those, that whatever your budget, there's a place that will welcome you. Absolutely. Yep. We, we range, we have a wide range, like you said, depending on what a person wants, we have it to that regular motel, hotel, to a vacation home that sleeps 15 people. So yeah, there's there's the cutest cabins, Lava Hot Springs KOA cabins that are just above the hot springs. And they sleep four, uh, four adults comfortably, two kids. They are the cutest and the view is amazing. You can, um, you the view is over where you get into the river for the tubers. So you can be out on the balcony and watch the tubers get in the river. So those are my favorite, but there's so many in town that just are awesome. And they're all mom and mom and pop. We don't have any chain um, hotels or motels. The only chain is the Lava Hot Springs KOA in Lava. I'm a person who likes to go to the hotels that have the character of mm -hmm. that retain the origins of a place. And it certainly appears to be the case in Lava Hot Springs. Tell us about some of those where a history is part of the experience of staying there. So there's the Riverside Inn. They are a historical building 
And so there, you know, as you know, historical buildings, you're limited on what you can do to bring it up to today's modern world, right? For example, they do not have air conditioners, but they have fans. So, you know, people have to be prepared to go into something like that because they are staying at a historical hotel versus the more modernized that have all the amenities that we all want now. So, but again, it's, it's to everyone's taste that if you are into antiques and history and want to have a library to sit and read, that is an, a great place to stay. But if you're wanting more of the activity of just being able to walk out your room and walk across the street to the restaurant to eat breakfast, it's right there as well. And that's what's really cool with our town is everything is so small or close together that you can walk from your room to the restaurants, to the nightlife, to whatever you may be doing and the activities. I love a place with a good town culture. Uh, in terms of the restaurants, I mean, what is the uh, the range of dining? I suppose you have uh, budget eats and fine dining as well and places in between. Absolutely. Uh, we just um, got a new restaurant in town. It's the Eruption Brewery. The so Eruption really, Brewery. Yep. It's yeah. been exciting. Everybody's loving the brewery being in town. Uh, so that is new. We have a pizza parlor. We have a couple regular um, burgers, fries, American food type restaurants. We have a Thai food restaurant. Um we have fine dining is also available downstairs at the Riverside Inn Hotel. They have fine dining restaurant downstairs. So again, you know, depending on what somebody wants, we have a little of everything. There's a lot of um, food trucks. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word uh, food trucks that come in during the summertime and coffee shops and things like that, because in the summer is when we get majority of our tourism. And so that's when we see a, a little bit more traction with the attend the attendants and people wanting to eat and drink and, and have fun. You know, it's important to mention that too, Destiny, because there are people that will go specifically for the winter attractions and those mm -hmm. hot springs must feel mighty good in wintertime. But also in summertime, maybe you're not into shoe, uh, the snowshoeing or skiing or hiking in winter. There are reasons to go there during all four seasons. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when it comes to the shops, they're open year-round. The ice cream parlor is open year-round. So are the restaurants. And, and because we have that tourism... The weekdays tend to be less busy. So if you are the type of person that is wanting to come when it's not so busy, Monday through Thursday is your best time. Weekends, we are we are typically busy. We have over 500,000 people that visit our facilities, just our facilities every year. So can you imagine how many more are coming that may not hit the hot springs or swimming pools that may just be coming to tube the river or going to Pebble Creek and skiing and staying the night. So it, it's interesting to me that 
the traffic we get in our town and how we can handle it. Of course, we always need more amenities, but I think for the most part, our town does really well to serve all our visitors. I have no doubt about that. Let's talk for a moment about how people can plan their trip and particularly a website, all the resources available as people get ready to come and visit you. Yeah, absolutely. So there's three main websites that I would suggest. If you're interested in wanting to know more about the hot springs and swimming pools, you want to check out lavahotsprings.com. If you are looking to make reservations for lodging activities and things like that, you want to check out lavahotsprings.org. And then if you are looking to find out what else there is to do in the surrounding area while you're here, whether it's a day trip or a couple days, or maybe you're planning on spending a week in Southeast Idaho, then I would visit IdahoHighCountry.org for more information on Southeast Idaho. Well, that is all great information. I can see why you are as popular as you are. You welcome everybody with something to offer anybody. And I just wish you continued success. I hope to get there myself sometime. I've been to Boise. I have uh, been up in the panhandle, you know, so I, I've seen not nearly enough of Idaho, but I've seen enough Coeur d'Alene, of course. Wonderful, but I've not made it to Lava Hot Springs. I do hope to get there someday and I'm going to take a dip and make a trip around town because there's so much to do. Destiny Egley, thank you so much for joining us today. It was been just a real pleasure getting to know you and learning more about the beautiful area that you represent. Thank you so much. And please let me know when you do come visit. I want to come and shake your hand. You got it. Sounds Destiny Egley, thank you so much. Thank and you. Thank you. Oh, a pleasure. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk. On behalf of Thomas Arthur Rep and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine, we invite you to check out our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream big and drive safely on the American Road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.